Today is the 10th day of December, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth His praise, to hear His holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship Him. Let us gather with penitent and obedient hearts, confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by His infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Let us say together the Jubilate. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalms for the Tenth Day Evening Prayer Psalms 53, 54, 55 The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. All are corrupt and commit abominable acts. There is none who does any good. God looks down from the heaven upon us all to see if there is any who is wise, if there is one who seeks after God. Everyone has proved faithless. All alike has turned bad. There is none who does good, no, not one. Have they no knowledge, those evildoers who eat up the people like bread and do not call upon God? See how greatly they tremble, such trembling as never was. For God has scattered the bones of the enemy. They put to shame because God has rejected them. Oh, that Israel's deliverance would come out of Zion. When God restored the fortunes of his people, Jacob will rejoice and Israel be glad. 
Save me, O God, by your name. In your might, defend my cause. Hear my prayer, O God. Give ear to the words of my mouth. For the arrogant have risen up against me, and the ruthless have sought my life, those who have no regard for God. Behold, God is my helper. It is the Lord who sustains my life. Render evil to those who spy on me. In your faithfulness, destroy them. I will offer you a free will sacrifice and praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. For you have rescued me from every trouble and my eyes have seen the ruin of my foes. Hear my prayer, O God. Do not hide yourself from my petition. Listen to me and answer me. I have no peace because of my cares. I am shaken by the noise of the enemy and by the pressure of the wicked. For they have cast an evil spell upon me and are set against my fury. My heart quakes within me and the terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fear and trembling have come over me and horror overwhelms me. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. I would flee to the far off place and make my lodging in the wilderness. I would hasten to escape from the stormy winds and the tempest. Swallow them up, O Lord. Confound their speech. For I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night the watchmen make their rounds upon her walls. But trouble and misery are in the midst of her. There is corruption at her heart. Her streets are never free of oppression and deceit. For I had it been an adversary who taunted me, then I could have borne it. Or had it been an enemy who vaulted himself against me, then I could have hidden from him. But it is what you, a man after my own heart, my companion, my own familiar friend, we took sweet counsel together and walked with the throng in the house of God. Let death come upon them suddenly. Let them go down alive into the grave, for wickedness is in their dwellings in the very midst. But I will call upon God, and the Lord will deliver me. In the evening, in the morning, and at the noonday, I will complain and lament as he will hear my voice. We will bring me safely back from the battle waged against me. For there are many who fight me. God, who is enthroned of old, will hear me and bring them down. They never change. They do not fear God. My companion stretches forth his hand against his comrade. He has broken his covenant. His speech is softer than butter, but war is his heart. His words are smoother than oil, but they are drawn swords. Cast your burden upon the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous stumble. For you will bring the bloodthirsty and the deceitful down to the pit of destruction, O God. They shall not live out half their days but I will put my trust in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. 
Amen. A reading from the Revelation to John, chapter 2, beginning at the 18th verse. One, like the Son of Man, said to me, and to the angel of the church of Thyatira, write, These are the words of the Son of God, who has eyes like the flame of fire, and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your works, your love, faith, service, and patient endurance. I know that your last works are greater than the first. But I have this against you. You tolerate that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophet and in teaching and beguiling my servants to practice fornication and to eat food sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent, but she refuses to repent of her fornication. Beware, I am throwing her on a bed, and those who commit adultery with her I am throwing into a great distress unless they repent of her doings, and I will strike her children dead. And all the churches will know that I am the one who searches minds and hearts, and I will give to each of you as their works deserve. But to the rest of you in Thyatira, who do not hold their teaching, who have not learned what some call the deep things of Satan, to you I say, I do not lay on you any other burden. Only hold fast to what you have done until I come. To everyone who conquers and continues to do my works to the end, I will give authority over the nations to rule them as an iron rod. And when clay pots are shattered, even as I also received authority from my Father, to the one who conquers, I will also give the morning star. Let anyone who has an ear listen to the Spirit is saying to the churches. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. And the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high, shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 3, beginning at the 27th verse. Jesus said to the crowds and to the disciples, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you are whitewashed tombs, which on the outside look beautiful, but inside they are full of bones of the dead and of all kinds of filth. So you also on the outside look righteous to others, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness.
Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the graves of the righteous, and you say, If you have lived in the days of our ancestors, we would not have taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. Thus you testify against yourselves that you are descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up, then, the measures of your ancestors. You snakes, you brood of vipers! How can you escape being sentenced to hell? Therefore, I send you prophets, sages, and scribes, some of whom you will kill and crucify, and some you will flog in your synagogues and pursue them from town to town, so that upon them you may come as the righteous blood shed on earth, and the blood of the righteous able to be blood of the Zechariah son of Baruch, who was murdered between the sanctuary and the altar. Truly I tell you, all this will come upon this generation. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent in it. How often have I desired to gather your children under a hen, gathering her brood under the wings, and you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. For I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading for the Friday in the second week of Advent from the homilies of John Chrysostom, Bishop of Constantinople in the year 407. When we despise the poor, we despise Christ. Thus, our blame is very great. Paul himself persecuted Christ in persecuting those who are his, That is why Christ is heard to say, why do you persecute me? Hence, whenever we give, let us have the same dispositions as if we were giving to Christ, for his words are more sure than our vision. Therefore, when you see a poor person, remember these words in which Christ reveals to you that it is he himself whom you can nourish. For even if that which appears to be not Christ, yet in this person's form it is Christ himself who receives and begs. But are you ashamed to hear that Christ begs? Rather, be ashamed when you do not give to him when he begs. Herein lies the shame, as well as the pain and the punishment. His begging stems from his goodness and calls for our rejoicing. But your failure to give stems from your inhumanity. But if you do not believe now that in passing one who is poor, you are really passed by Christ, you will believe it when he will bring you in the midst of his followers and say, as often as you neglected to do it to one of these least ones, you neglected to do it to me. What is the good of adorning Christ's table with golden vases 
if he himself is left to perish in hunger. First, fill him when he is hungry, and then you can adorn his table with what remains. Tell me, suppose you see someone without the necessary food and neglect to appease that person's hunger while you first overlay the table with silver. Will the hungry one thank you and not rather be indignant? Or again, suppose you see someone wrapped in rags and stiff with cold and neglect giving them a garment while you build golden columns claiming thereby to honor them. Will that person not say that you are mocking and regard it as a most extreme insult? Tell yourself that you act exactly in this way toward Christ when he is going about as a wanderer and a stranger in need of lodging and you neglect to receive him, but you deck out a pavement and walls and capitals of columns. You hang up silver lamps by means of chains, but you will not even look upon him who is enchained in prison. And I say these things not to forbid munificence in these matters, but to admonish you to do those other works together with these, or rather, even before these. Someone might say, if it were granted me to entertain Paul as a guest, I would readily do so. Behold, it is in your power to entertain Paul's master as your guest, and you will not do so. For whoever welcomes one such child for my sake welcomes me, says Christ. By how much more the brother or sister may be least, so much the more does Christ come to you through that person. Whoever receives the great often does it out of vainglory also, but whoever receives the lowly does it purely for the sake of Christ. Here ends the reading. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, that your people sing with joy. 
Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went up not to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth your hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen. Accept, O Lord, our thanks and praise for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the splendor of the whole creation, for the beauty of this world, for the wonder of life, and for the mystery of love. We thank you for the blessing of family and friends and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. We thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. We thank you also for those disappointments and failures that lead us to acknowledge our dependence on you alone. Above all, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, for the truth of his word and for the example of his life, for his steadfast obedience by which he overcame temptation, for his dying through which he overcame death, and for his rising to life again, in which we are raised to the life of your eternal kingdom. Grant us the gift of your Spirit, that we may know Christ and make him known, and through him, at all times and in all places, may give thanks to you in all things. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.